Hello and welcome to the 2021 Middle Class Film Class Christmas Special. I'm your host, Joseph. I'm Tyler. And I'm Peter. And on this episode, we're going to be going over our top fives, our worst fives of the year, movies that we reviewed, and uh, things we learned, things we regret, and everything in between. That's right. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be gay. Very. We're going to have a gay old time. Yes. <laughs> is, that, is, that our, is our yuletide going to be gay or just everything? Uh, everything. Oh, okay. Everything. <laughs> is it Yuletide or Yule Time? I think it's Yule Tide. It's Yule Tide. What the, I don't hell, even, is a, what the hell is a Yule Tide? Yule, what the hell is a Yule? Is that a Yule? That's a log. Oh. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a Yule log. To, is a Yule just mean like festive? Or Maybe it's a specific brand of log. I think it's like old timey. Well, Yule, I know Yule is an actual uh, like ceremony or not a ceremony, but like Christmas is its own holiday. Yule is its own holiday. What? What? Yeah. My cousin Yulish. My cousin Yowen, named after Eowyn of Lord of the Rings. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not Jewish. I'm Yulish. <laughs> um, but yeah, she celebrates Yule instead of Christmas. What? Um, and I don't know the specifics of it, but um, sounds like a pagan holiday. It is a pagan holiday. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. It is. Oh. So. But yeah. Um, yeah. We'll get into our you know, top fives and our worst fives and our stream picks. Um, but uh, first. Find some charity, you lad. Now's the time for dab and chatter. Anything have anything to say besides top fives or worst fives? Yeah, I got a couple things to say. We're foregoing news pretty much, but yeah. Tyler, do you have anything? I have to say, uh, I don't like Christmas movies that much. Oh, like yeah? they're they're just not that great. Um, I feel like all of the other holidays have the best movies. But Christmas, like, it's only for, like, nostalgic reasons, like, because, you know, it's, like, the it's the time of the season. So everyone and their mother can get away with uh, making some crap holiday movie. <laughs> okay. And, every, and, yeah. and there's someone who's going to eat it up because they have some sort of, like, memory this associated is, with whatever plot is being this thrown This is Hallmark's you. time of year. Yeah. It's Hallmark yes. season, baby. This is when they shine. Which is interesting because Hallmark is uh, started out as a card company, I think. Yeah, and they invented then, Valentine's. And then that now they have a TV channel and like a whole studio. Like, I mean, good for them, but still, like, come on, like, yeah, <laughs> this seems like a money laundering scheme at this point. It's it's very. They have their own streaming service now too. It's like, are you kidding me? No, yeah, I don't know. Oh. I'm sure they do. <laughs> it's like porn for yentas, you know. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but. Yep, I think you can infer. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, I get it. Oh, Yenta. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I do. I. Uh, what's your What's your favorite uh, non Christmas holiday movie? Non Christmas holiday. Yeah, because you said you said all the other holidays have the great movies, but Christmas just gets by on the nostalgia. Well, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I was thinking about this uh, last week at work, and I was thinking like, oh, like what would be like a good holiday movie that isn't technically a holiday movie to uh, put on hereditary no <laughs> and well, i know well, I, and i know every, Wait. I, I know everyone's thinking like oh yeah he's doing a bit like he's picking like the most horrific film for the holiday season but hear me out like it it's about family it's about being close with your family and uh, you know, it, close. The Hells Have really, Eyes is about family. Really close with your family. Well, That's... The Hells Have Eyes is more of like a summer flick, but uh, 
I think Hereditary I'm, is like a good winter movie. I'm talking about no, like, I, Hereditary is a January movie. Yeah. Ooh. With no holidays associated. I, I'm thinking specifically like holidays, like a spe- referencing a specific holiday. Because I can't really think of a whole lot besides maybe uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. That's Thanksgiving. I mean, Christmas is the one. I mean, what else? What a, I mean, also, Halloween, um, but that's more just Adam's spook, family spooky values. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's, that's a Thanksgiving movie. Good call. Nightmare Before Christmas is a good Halloween movie. Good Christmas movie. I don't. I wouldn't say Christmas movie. It's, it's in about, the title. It's, it's in about, the title. It's, it's, I know it's in the title, but <laughs> it's about Jack Skellington, who comes from Halloween world. Yeah, learning about Christmas and like loving Christmas. Yeah, I don't know. And I misunderstanding think. it at first. <laughs> you listen to the lyrics of the main song. It's this is a Christmas movie. This is a Christmas movie. Christmas movie. <laughs> That's the lyrics, right? But I mean, I mean, I don't know. I didn't have an answer lock and loaded. I. Uh, I mean, in Disneyland, they have they put up the the. Nightmare Before Christmas theme up in Halloween because it applies and they just leave it up all the way to Christmas up until like until is that right the first week of January because oh, like it applies to both holidays. Did you know that Danny Elfman only sings? Jack he only sings Jack. He doesn't do the talking. Yeah, yeah. I listened to a, I watched a documentary about uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. How he was a bad actor. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what it was? It was the movies that made us or something like that. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was that show. Yeah, that, on Disney Plus, I believe, I right? Remember. I think, it's yeah. on Netflix. No, on Netflix. Oh, yeah. on Netflix. Oh. I'm pretty sure that was that's the series. But yeah, there was a great one about that. But anything else you wanted to say? Uh, no. Um, I just had one quick thing, which I thought was very interesting. Uh, last episode, uh, Tyler also had some bullshit take about uh, The Lighthouse being a Christmas movie. That wasn't my take. That was someone else's <laughs> you take. You just brought it to us as news. Yeah. So... <laughs> And you I brought disagree. An opi- you brought an opinion piece. <clears throat> I did. Not news. And I didn't articulate <laughs> it as well as I could have. So anyways, I'm just not here to shit on you. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> but here goes. No, it was... <laughs> um, you said offhandedly, you said... Um, what was it? Oh, the perfect time is October 26th to watch The Lighthouse. That's right. Because that's, so that's right. The twenty second. It was the it was the twenty sixth. I remember because I yeah. said, "Why five days before Christmas?" <laughs> before <laughs> Halloween. Christmas. Uh, for, for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. I cannot stop thinking about Christmas. It's on my head, and it's in the background. <laughs> Anyways, you said uh, you said, "Well, that's the time when it gets cold in Sacramento." And my response was, "Well, what about people in Tulsa?" Right. So, <laughs> I got this text message. To, uh, no it way. was uh, Monday, the unreleased day at 7.30 p.m. as I'm closing work, closing down at work. Mm-hmm. And I get this text out of nowhere from an unknown number from Oklahoma. And it says, you guys just mentioned listeners in Tulsa. I'm driving through Tulsa, LOL. <laughs> and I was like, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, who was it? Turns out it was my friend, uh, Phil, that lived in Sacramento. and just oh, moved. He listens to the show. He moved, Yeah, he moved out to the Midwest. And I don't think he's in Oklahoma. I think he's like Missouri, Kansas City or something like that. Oh, okay. But he's like, you do a lot of driving when you live out in this part, in these parts. And I was like, wow, what a wild coincidence. So <laughs> one, of my, one of my friends that moved into the Midwest, and we talk about Tulsa on one episode out of 150 episodes or how many we have. Yeah, and he happens to be listening to it while driving, whilst driving through Tulsa. Did he watch the lighthouse in Tulsa? No, but he said the reason why he put Son on the episode bitch. was because Son of a bitch. <laughs> he said that it was because of a when Harry met Sally. He's like, I'm not much for scary movies, but I saw when Harry met Sally in the title. I thought, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, you guys, t- uh, one of these days you'll get to the talk about Harry met Sally because he was 15 minutes in the episode. We haven't went, mentioned one 
movie that we watched. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, um, so that that's all I had to say. Oh, okay. Um, so I have just a couple things to say. Um, this is uh, so I watched um, Far From Home, the second Spider-Man Spider-Man movie this week. It's not streaming anywhere. It's only you can rent it on Prime, and it's not streaming on Disney Plus. What do you, what do you mean the second Spider-Man movie? The second of this, the Tom three Holland one of this MCU universe. Oh, the it, second Spider-Man. I thought there was. Isn't there three of them? Yes, I watched the second one this week. Oh, Far From Home. Yes, oh, so okay. I watched Far From Home, and obviously Homecoming came out years ago. And then there's No Way Home. Yes, that so, was the. Real I'm sorry, I just didn't know the titles. They yeah. all have Home in the title. Okay. <laughs> there's a, that's the Tom Holland trilogy. Spider-Man so, so far. Home Sweet Home Alone for the holidays. Yes, <laughs> Spider-Man can't get home. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I watched Far From Home. That's not streaming. Otherwise, I'd talk about it in my streaming picks. Um. To in preparation for No Way Home because I watched that last night, mm-hmm. and uh, Far From Home is pretty good. Homecoming I think is a little bit better. Like the, the reveal and twist is a lot. I think a lot better. Also, Michael Keaton's in it. I was gonna say I think that's the one that I did see was with Vulture. Michael Keaton with the Vulture. Yeah, yeah. So Far From Home I like that is Spider Man International. So basically, he goes okay. on like a school science field trip um, with uh, J B Smoove and a guy from uh, Silicon Valley. Okay, uh, who are the teachers? Um, Martin Starr. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Tall guy, goofy teeth, scruffy beard. I have no idea. Okay. All right. Continue. Um, and um, so that's why it's uh, far from home because he's far from home, literally. Oh. It's far from Queens. And uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it and playing Mysterio. Ugh. And um, oh, yeah. it's a pretty it's a pretty good movie. Uh, the dialogue and the writing was not super great. Kind of Marvel cringe Yeah, um, a little bit. Again, as kind of, expected, they kind of hammer in jokes a little too hard, um, but overall, I did really enjoy it. There's a really great sequence because um, uh, the character of Mysterio is like this. Well, I don't know if you guys care about spoilers or not. If you if you haven't seen it by now, you probably don't care that much. I so. mean, I already read spoilers for the new Spider-Man. So you fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> How am I you an asshole? Fucking asshole? How am I an asshole? Because you that? should not, absolutely not read spoilers. I don't give a good goddamn about Tom yeah. Holland's Spider Man. I only well, care about should. Sam Raimi's no, Spider Man. No, 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 no. You should That's... care about this. <laughs> so, Far From Home is a good movie. You should watch it. Okay. And definitely, if you anticipate or if you plan on watching the new one. I Yeah. Okay. I'm not, and I please don't spoiler the new I know you won't spoil the new one, but everyone. Everyone with the sound of my voice, don't, yes. don't do it. Because I actually, actually please, do want to uh, watch the new one. Please leave any uh, Film Bro Facebook pages oh. as soon as possible. Film bro. Oh, I've been, I've been <laughs> quickly scrolling through it when I say, implying we can discuss Kino. I'm like, don't scroll through that. Yeah, scroll through it. Scroll through it. <laughs> Those bros. Um, yeah. So social media is terrible when it comes to like movies like this and spoilers. Um, so Far From Home, watch it. It's good. Like Overall, it's pretty good. Okay. Um and no way home. Last Does night. Joan Hall play a good villain? Yeah, I feel like inside that. Fish, I feel like fish anybody bowl. probably could have done it, but you know he did a good job. Okay. Um. So no way home. I watched it last night in packed theater, and it was terrible, terrible theater. Like the people who went. There. Oh, I thought you were gonna oh, say no. it's a terrible, terrible movie. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> just bad, bad audience. Bad audience. Okay. I mean, I understand the hype. You Were know? they dressed up as Spider Man? No. Um, Spider-Man's and um, it was and in like the movie was an incredible experience really like hmm. I had so much fun that's cool and you should absolutely watch this in theaters mm-hmm. and like I want to talk about it 
so bad. We can do it. We can do a bonus spoiler if you want. Uh, after all, if if this ringing endorsement, I might have to go see it. It's blew me away. Wow. Well, let me ask you this, it's, Joseph. It's let me finish. <laughs> okay. It subverted my expectations, and then it fucking just—I don't know. It was just incredible, like the best of this of the Spider-Man trilogy. Was there any like difference in the directing? Like, was it a known director or anything like that? Uh, John Watts. I'm not sure what else he's done. I think he's probably done another Marvel movies, maybe. Okay. John Watts with two T's. While you while you continue to talk, I'll look him up. Do you, yeah. Do it, you have to watch the previous Spider-Man's yes. movies? Yes. That's I said that. I said you should watch Far From Home. Yeah, but I, I mean like like you if, must if you. Oh, watch you mean like this, you, if, do you mean like the other? The other sequel, like the other, like the Sam Raimi. No, and, no, no, no. I'm just saying. Spider-Man. I'm just saying, like, if you go into this movie without having watched the no, 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 previous you, sequels, will you know what's going on? Or you should probably watch them. Okay. Um, looks like he directed the first two oh, okay. of this of this series, but also a fucking banger of a movie which I loved, Cop Car. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, and, Cop Car and Clown. I've clown. Never, I've oh, never clown. heard of those movies Clown before. was dis- disturbing I, in a well, lot of ways. I streamed Cop Car yeah. a, a while ago. Yeah, I watched. I can't I remember if I watched it before or after you had it as a streaming pick, but it was. I loved it. Cop Car is a great movie. It's so good. Cop Car. It's two. It's two kids that find a cop car and they're like nine, and they just take it out for a joyride. Oh, Kevin, that... Kevin Bacon plays a crooked cop, and they have okay. they have his guns and stuff too. They're like pointing at each other, like boom, boom. I'm going to yeah. shoot you, and it's an actual gun, and you're like. <laughs> That does sound familiar, actually. Um, wow, wow, what what a what a rise to power, John Watts. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> cool. But yeah, No Way Home, hundred percent, go see it. If you've seen, you know, I'm not gonna say anything. Okay, okay. just yeah, it's just maybe don't go to a packed theater. Okay, because like what what like how these other people were reacting, like I felt it internally, uh. but I just was just not fucking shouting my. Like my head off. Interesting. So people had like a manager had to come and kick some people out. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because they're being so fucking obnoxious. I saw a manager hiding in the hallways when I watched the hunt. We watched the hunt with Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> he was like eyeballing him. He's like, one more, one more word. I swear. He says, shout to Maga one more time. <laughs> He's yeah. out. Wow. What an endorsement. Yeah. Okay. Really, really good. So like B plus? No, it's, 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 <laughs> this is like top five. Wow! But okay. I won't. Put wow. it, I won't put it in my top five. No way. And you won't put it in your top, top five of this year. Of this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. I'm just like fantastic. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for that ringing endorsement. That's yes. exciting. Um, anything else? I mm. think so. Ju- I'm ready for top five. Top five in a, a in a perfect transition. Yes. Uh, to top fives, worst fives. Are we just gonna go through all of them, each individually, or like? Five, yeah, five, 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 four, four, yeah, four. Let's, let's no, yeah, let's do uh, worst fives first. Let's do top five. Tyler, do his top five. Then I'll do my top five. Then you do your top five. Yeah, but five. the worst are and the best. Then, and then we'll do worst afterwards. Oh, so best ones and then worst ones. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, so your do, top five best movies. Tyler, all your top five That we reviewed this year. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So I'm going to go from the bottom to the top. Uh, so uh, starting at number five, Harold and Maude. Mm, great, mm-hmm. great movie. It still sticks with me today. I still think about it. Um, number four, Punch Drunk Love. All right, thank you. Loved that movie. And by the way, thank you, Bruce, for Harold and Maude. Bruce is in the chat right now. 
Oh, hey, Bruce. What's like 3 p.m. over there? Oh, yeah. Podcast listeners don't even know we're streaming right now. Oh, yeah. We're streaming well, live. They should if they're following us on any social media. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, five, Harold and Maud. Thank you, Bruce, for that recommendation. I've been meaning to watch it for a long time, and I finally did. I think I'm going to watch it again once I can watch it for free. Uh, number four, Punch Drunk Love, starting uh, Adam Sandler. Yes. Um, that was, I think it was one of his first dramatic roles in film. Mm. And he just just hit it out of the park. It, it was great. And it was really, it, it's a tight movie. Um, it's, I, I, it's the only movie that I have on my 500 list for this year that I watched back to back twice in a row. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And it, it comes as no surprise. It's my own pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three, Under the Silver Lake. Oh, uh, nice. Love, love uh, Andrew Garfield's character in that movie. Was that pick from uh, Adam Murphy? Listener fan pick? Yeah, I think it was from local celebrity Adam Murphy. Um, I I love this movie. It's it's such a it's such a mind fuck. Like, and not in like the sense of like how it's like it, it doesn't. I, I I don't even know how to explain it really. Like, it's so hard to explain other than that. Like, it takes all these left turns that you're not expecting, but it keeps you enthralled with the plot because it doesn't drag. Mm. Uh, number two, Primer. My Ooh. favorite time traveling movie. Very nice. That's a uh, Michael fan pick from Michael Greaves. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Michael Greaves. Thank you for uh, the half blood prince of half, <laughs> half blood related to Joseph. <laughs> and of course, number one, the master. Really? The master has, was my favorite movie that we reviewed all year. Like I can't even gush about it more than I already have on that episode. Like it's like Joaquin Phoenix, Phil, Philip, Philip, <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, the, Felipe Fimor. just incredible, incredible performances. Uh, and I really like the, uh, the parallels to Scientology because and it actually, it doesn't even have to be Scientology. It's more just like about being in a cult and like, mm. I and I remember talking in this episode like how like I was actually being like you know like involved with Phil, Philip Seymour Hoffman's like you know like you're getting conned by him yeah his his con his <laughs> like his scam that he was running like well he's very convincing he is and that's I think that's a really good credit to his acting is that like you know that it's a scam, but like you're also like falling in love with him at the same time. What was your, you think was uh, last black man in San Francisco? You're the number one of last year that we reviewed. I believe so. That yes. or um, possibly the lighthouse, which is a cheat answer. Cause it was your own movie. <laughs> no, the last, uh, That's a good list, though. That's the, a good yeah, list. the last black man in San Francisco. Like I, um, actually I do have a runner up though. And that is, uh, the wild, Southern beast, wild beast of, beast of the wild. southern wild. Yeah, ah. that's what it was. That was Joseph's that, yeah. yeah, that was a that was a runner up. That was an incredible, incredible movie. All right, beautiful. Um, I think, um, yeah, I'm gonna say for my top five, um, it's hard because I don't want I don't want to pick any of the movies that I put on the list because there's a lot of them that are just in my top five movies of all time. So mm. I, I left. Ah, it doesn't matter. I left off a fish called Wanda. I left off MacGruber. <laughs> I left off uh, Punch Drunk Love and Titan, also Black Dynamite. 
Um, so those are all my runner-ups. Those are my num- yeah. those are my top. That was my number five. <clears throat> um, I think the master. Mm, no, hateful eight was probably my number four. Wow, hateful eight loved it so good. I loved Kurt Russell's performance. Uh, just basically <laughs> the the line, just the line read when he uh he gets um oh, what was it the 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 Abraham Lincoln letter. Oh uh, yeah, when yeah, yeah. The, the reveal the reveal that the letter is a fake. Yeah, and he's visibly hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Samuel Jackson like. Did I hurt your feelings, tough guy? And he goes, as a matter of fact, you did. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that dude, that's a man. That's a manly man. That mustache could, like, fucking move mountains. It could. Yeah. Swear to God, it could. Are mustache rides still a thing? I mean, Uh, in in this household. (laughs) Who has the mustache? (laughs) Don't worry about it. You can't see it with my clothes on. Um, anyways, <laughs> whenever I think of mustache ride, I always just think of that one scene in Super Troopers where the cop is having like a threesome with the two German people that he arrested mm-hmm. and they're like jumping up on and down in his bed. And oh he, and yeah. He goes, and he goes, who wants a mustache ride? And they're like, I do, I do, I do, I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Good. Yeah. Good scene. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, so that's number four, hateful eight, uh, number five. Or sorry, number three would probably be. I mean, I don't have them in any specific order. Oh, I'd probably say "Life Is Beautiful." Mm-hmm. Great choice by uh, Joseph um, Benito, Benito Roberto Re- Benini. Roberto Benini. Roberto Benini. And um, <laughs> beautiful way of telling a, a tragic story with humor. Mm-hmm. So uh, very, very good. And that was a complete like miss in my um, arsenal of movies. So good, Danya uh, Joseph. That's a good one. Um, we did technically review Dune, although it wasn't a full episode. It was a field trip, but I could not leave it off. That's my th- number three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not number two. You just did your number three. Okay, that's my number two. <laughs> that's my number two. And I left off The Master because, I don't know, that's it's just, I do love that, absolutely love that movie, but it's it wasn't like a new revelation to me or anything. I'd seen it many, time, uh, many times yeah, before. Yeah. It's kind of an honorable mention. And my number one is... Harold and Maude. Yeah. Bruce, you did it. You son of a bitch. (laughs) You son of a bitch. (laughs) You good for nothing so-and-so. You did it. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Captured my heart. Um, Mm -hmm. If I didn't, if I was, if I was talking streaming picks, it's funny because like one of my most surprising watches of streaming picks that I watched on my own, which was one of Tyler's, was When Harry Met Sally. Oh, yeah. And those two movies are two like, like classic rom-coms and i don't really find see myself a rom-com guy but yeah god damn they're good but they're really mm. well written though. that's yeah. the, that's that's the difference between all of the other rom-coms is that like they're well written and it's i guess pretty it's, grounded well, well i guess it's kind of like i guess it's kind of like what tyler with kids movies he says he doesn't like kids movies but when a good kids movie comes along it's like it's fucking good yeah that's true but he doesn't like fuck you know trolls or something like that <laughs> trolls world trolls. tour <laughs> nomeo and juliet nope <laughs> so, <laughs> all right uh those those are mine and uh, honorable mention for kate also was well. ah yeah loved kate quite a bit um so my top five uh, i didn't put them in any order but i'll try to organize uh-huh. them as i'm uh saying them number five i think is francis ha oh uh, that's a good one i almost pick. i almost put that on my list let's not pick from Hobby. javier from yeah. the show um guest yeah, host just really really enjoyed it um I think more than I probably thought I would. 
Um, yeah, number five. Uh, number four, uh, this movie, I mean, didn't come out this year, although I we reviewed it this year on the field trip. Um, Nomadland was a huge, huge favorite of mine. Gorgeous. When it came out. And, um, yeah, I just really, really loved it. Um, number three, uh, right, yeah, number three, Life is Beautiful also really just like really caught me off guard as to how like wholesome yeah. a movie like of that subject matter could be. Yeah. You know, and like just really, really sweet and bitter. I hope maybe there's a word for that. Bitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's sweet, bitter. Oh, bitter, okay. bitter, sweet. It's sweet, bitter. Um, <laughs> oh, sweet, bitter. Number three. Right. Yeah. So number three, life is beautiful. Number two, most recently reviewed atonement. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah that's ne- number two, huh? Yeah, never seen it. So like, oh wow! So like, I never seen it before. So it was, it is incredible. It was like a spectacle to behold. Yeah, um, really, really good. And number one, Dune. Dune. Hold on a second. Oh, where, right. Dune. where is it? Oh Jesus! <laughs> yes, <laughs> Dune was just. An incredible movie. Just so... You really love that so movie. So fucking good. I don't know how... I mean, the complaint is that I hear it's like it's a trailer for the next movie. <laughs> but like what what first movie of a trilogy is not a trailer for the next movie? Yeah. It sets you up for the next movie. I know. Star Wars Episode Four. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> what the... I, what? <laughs> Rogue One. I know it didn't have Episode Four when I, they released it, but still. Yeah. I mean, I made I made this argument uh, when we were reviewing Dune and how that Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, could have been a standalone movie. This could be Dune could be a standalone movie. That's not true. At yes, all. it is. 100%, it says hundred percent. It, it literally says part one in the title sequence. So, what do you mean? So? It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Okay. It's hundred percent irrelevant. How I don't. Okay. All right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it... It doesn't say part one. Yes, it does. Does oh, it yep. say part one? On what? On the opening credits? Yes, it does. On what? I'm doing? Does it say part Dune? one? It says part one. On it Dune? says Dune part one. Yes. It does? Okay, well... <laughs> which is very ballsy because they didn't get greenlit for a part two. <laughs> they didn't They yet. didn't even secure the but funding yet. I, rem- I remember Regardless if it does say that, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I, I don't want you to think I'm saying it's a bad movie. Then why I'm are you just, being contrarian to me? I... <laughs> Because we're, we're we're gabbing and chattering. That's I, what I, it. That's what it's all about. I do. Like, why can't? Why can't do? Why is Dune not worthy of being a number one movie? <laughs> Just listen to this. <laughs> it's incredible. Mongolian. Uh, throat singing. No, I'm but not. in space. I'm just having. I'm. Just, I'm just, just. We're just talking. We're just talking. That's what. It's that's such. What it's it's about. such a like. <laughs> Turn that throat singing off. <laughs> At the time, I couldn't like. After the third time, I watched it. I still couldn't really find anything. You watched I, I it did, three times. I didn't like about it. Like, uh, like I didn't, I didn't have any complaints, and I haven't read the book, so I don't have any comparisons to make to the book. Yeah, and I didn't, right. I didn't see, I didn't haven't read the book or seen the first Dune. And I was talking to my brother, my brother Michael Greaves, about this because he watched it and he's read the book, Mister Greaves, and he, you know, he had some like maybe some like minor like minor criticisms about like how things are described in the book and how they portray them in the movie but you know it they're just so like they're so minor yeah you know it's like i don't think that this movie is i feel like it, it'd be hard 
not to be on people's lists. Uh, I know that um, people people go into movies looking for something different every time, right? Yeah. Some people want a visual production. Some people want a story. Some people want to get their emotions tickled a little bit. Um, I know friend of the show, VIP on middle class film class, Bruce, who's uh, incorporated into a number of our sound drops. Mm-hmm. He says <laughs> he didn't like Dune because it was all style, no substance, and he did not like the story and the uh, and the music hurt his old man ears. So he said, no. <laughs> well, that's your problem for being an old man. Come on, Bruce. What I will say about Dune is they weren't super exposition-y. Like, they weren't, like, explaining the story, like, through dialogue. Like, you can really, like, understand what's going on without. Well, wait, wait, wait. When you when we reviewed Dune, that was your complaint is that they didn't explain the story. <laughs> well, I ch- I'm, a, I'm a human being; I can change my uh, perspective on things. Sure, and that and I when I did reflect on it more, I was like, okay, well, like they didn't really like go too into the story. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff they have to fill in to that whole world. So, like, I mean, I understand some of it. Not yeah. Dragon Ball Evolution, though. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, oh, wait, I need to address something. Are you done with your top five? Yes. I need to address something in the chat. For one, Fighter of the Nightman, which I'm assuming is uh, Steve Dayman, is probably who's talking here. Um, Fighter of the Nightman. That's the user username, Fighter of the Nightman. Steven? Fighter of the Nightman. I'm like, just joking because it's Dayman, oh, Day, Day Fighter of the yeah, Nightman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always okay. sunny. Joking. Only joking. Um, it says, uh, I'm upset that uh, Don't Tell a Soul didn't make it on any of your lists. It was snubbed at the Oscars and it's snubbed here. <laughs> Shameful. <laughs> and then um, a digital De Quinley says, Two Towers is the best. And um, how dare you? Two, and towers? Two Towers is the best. That's not true pretty, at all. It's 100% it's pretty is they, the best. Oh my God. And, uh, and uh, they said, Oh, oh, oh that, I thought that was the same person. Rusto Meyer, which is Bruce, the aforementioned Bruce, says, and bagpipes, which Dune has bagpipes. <laughs> I know. And then he also it's says, incredible. He also says, a good thing I couldn't, couldn't hear that comment with my old man ears. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Bruce. Um, so, Two Towers is the best. It's, it's funny. It, it, um, it's a whole different discussion. Really funny that you say that, Fighter of the Night Man, that uh, Don't Tell a Soul was on anybody's list because I think it'll make the, some of our next list. Yeah, so we did our best five movies of the year. and uh, Now we do our worst. Now we're going to do our top five worst movies of the year. Yes. Oh, you guys are going to be upset with me. All right, so uh, this is from a field trip episode. Uh, my number five, t- and, and I actually did rank these from, like, best to worst. Or okay. worst so this is the best worst movie? Or this, or this is, is the, the worst. worst? This is the worst of the worst. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so uh, this is from our field trip episode, Army of the Dead. Mm. Um, I just really didn't like it that much. Uh, there, I, there, it, it just, uh, I don't know, just felt like gum on my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, don't know what it means, but I like it. <laughs> uh, my uh, fourth movie that I didn't like, Nomadland. Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah, I just I think it was just a really empty movie uh, emotionally and kind of physically too because there wasn't really like any sort of landscapes or anything like that. What do you mean? It was about what are you talking about? <laughs> he's he's so spoiled on the West Coast that he's like if it doesn't have fucking palm trees and and 
and Mel Gibson surfing on a wave. He doesn't like think it's good landscape. I don't know. It was just boring, and I didn't really like. They, I didn't really care about the character. I I don't know. Like it just it didn't do it for me. Like I think it was a beautifully shot film, but like the whole like plot and acting and stuff. It was just like eh, all right. Um. Oh man. <laughs> My third one, the Hateful Eight. Really. I did not like the Hateful Eight. I think it was. I think it had and. I think it had too much substance um, that was not interesting. It was too uh, dialogue-ish, and it was very... It, it was almost like a parody of a Quentin Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't... Because I, I love Pulp Fiction, and like I love Reservoir Dogs, uh, because he makes those films like he's not even trying. Okay. Um, but the hateful eight, like it seemed like he was trying too hard, and it just didn't do it. Too. Did, what are you writing down? I'm I'm paring down my list. I have like nine on my oh, list. Oh, okay. I thought like, you were like, I'm just like, like okay, okay. <laughs> He's writing silent. notes. <laughs> Don't bring this up next episode. And there's there 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 is a gratuitous amount of n words in there. I didn't like that. Tyler actually texted me after we watched uh, Hateful Eight and said, not enough N-words. <laughs> That's not true and then he at proceeded all. To, proceeded to virtue signal on this show about <laughs> Tarantino <laughs> using too many N-words. Oh, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> second movie is Caveman. Uh, the, yeah. That, that mm-hmm. movie just was it, it was... it was funny in the sense of how... <laughs> how bad it was and it wasn't even funny bad it was just like when i was watching it i was just thinking what the fuck am i watching right now (laughs) like are you kidding me this movie actually got made yeah um and then my number one is passion of the christ oh wow really that's your absolute worst yeah and that was my five was the worst i don't think he knows no that no i said oh oh oh, that's right i got it mixed up my apologies the number one is the worst uh yeah I I the ranking on the worst ones they're was all kind the of worst. weird yeah they were all the worst <laughs> yeah I I really did it with the top best um but anyways yeah Passion of the Christ was just god awful it was god awful anti Semitic uh <laughs> I mean a white Jesus really white he like he's a he's Spanish. Okay, a Spanish Jesus then? <laughs> like a Spanish Jesus in the Middle East. Like, come on. Jesus. Hey, he's better than uh, uh, Willem Dafoe. He played Jesus. <laughs> oh, in that's the, right. He did. I Scorsese's forgot. Jesus picture. <laughs> that's right. I forgot. I don't think, you ever, said, I don't think you, if you ever said that if that was a good or bad movie. I never finished it. Oh, you didn't? I just, no, I just spot, I just spot watched a couple things. I was oh. like, it's been on my list for a long time. I just can't bring myself. It's like two and a half hours. Of, yeah, it's long. It's, it's, it's a uh, Harvey Keitel and Willem Dafoe, basically. Who's Harvey Keitel? Judas? I think so. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think he is. Yeah. <laughs> what a cast. <laughs> um, yeah, those are the movies I liked the least of this year that we reviewed. And not to say that I'm not happy that I didn't watch them. I'm glad I watched them, but I just, I don't know. They just didn't, they didn't hit me like the lighthouse did. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. The lighthouse just came out of nowhere right there. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't land on me like the lighthouse. (laughs) That's the, that's the comparison. That's, that's the standard for me. I thought the master was the standard. Oh, that's right. I did say that. <laughs> I'm forgetting my own. Bruce, uh, Bruce in the chat says, so Tyler hates Jesus. So close to the Lord's date of birth. That's blasphemy. Blasphemy. I love it. Well, hey, it's a Christmas episode. <laughs> okay. Um, my bottom five <laughs> is 
Number five, Destroyer. Did not like. Oh. Not a fan. I mean, really? n- not because it wasn't like I liked. I liked Nicole Kidman's acting. Her wig just <laughs> took me so far <laughs> out of it. Wait, oh, not worst wigs. It's worst. worst it's worst wigs for me. <laughs> the wig wins in this. I mean, it it really wasn't bad, but I mean, there was. Here's the thing. I I took out stuff like the last Starfighter almost made my list. Oh, dare you? Yeah, because it's like it's a shitty movie. It, it's bad. It's a bad movie, but it's like I'm gonna make fun of the the first CGI ever on screen. You know, <laughs> it, there are limitations for it, um, and and things like one of the ones I cut off was the Human Centipede. Like, yeah, it's a disgusting movie and all that, but I mean, it's that's what it's meant to be, and it was yeah. it was fine, you know, but. I feel like Destroyer really was trying for something big, and it was a big swing and a miss for me. Yeah, their their love relationship did not give two fucks about. <laughs> Do not like um, number four. Also, Passion of the Christ. Ah, yeah. I don't want to watch two hours of Jesus getting flogged, especially on his birthday. Oh well, I mean, I don't mind watching that scene. It was just, <laughs> what? It just wasn't that bad. All right, I'm gonna move on so we get less hate mail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number three, the uh, snubbed at the Oscars. Don't tell a soul. Oh yeah, did not like poor poor quality movie. Um, yeah, <laughs> although I did think that was one of our more fun episodes. Um, <laughs> yeah, and l- listeners and people who are watching us on stream and don't and have not listened to a whole lot of episodes, head to our Facebook page. There's a uh, a link to um, friend of the show Javier made a like a visual visual commentary. He paired our episode. Took bits of our episode and paired it with the visuals of the movie yeah. into like oh, a 11-minute so ele- video. Yeah. Took like a 35-minute review of us down to about 11 minutes of some of the best stuff. I've right like up. watched it like five times. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. So anyways, but yeah, that was, it was, there was a lot of weird choices in that movie that was just yeah. like, who's this for? <laughs> who's, I mean, and that's ultimately, that's kind of like what makes me feel like I don't, I don't like a movie. I'm like... If I if if I don't like it, that's fine. But if I can see, if I'm, well, some this is made for a specific type of person, mm-hmm. just not me. They get you, they get bonus points. I don't know who the fuck that's made for. Just like demonic, my number two. <laughs> oh, what a good. <laughs> who made? Who was this made for? Yeah, you know, that was bad. It's like there's was there was one cool creature in it. Yeah, and then like a nonsensical story. The concept <sighs> is there. It's just the yeah. execution was. Yeah, they took a great. Poor, they took poorly. a great concept of a story and and like this weird technology and stuff and just did nothing with it so yeah that was my number one most disappointing movie of the year um but my number two worst but i had such high hopes for it which made it probably that much more um everyone did aggressive i liked it you did yeah i did (sighs) i did not did not wow me and brie both were sitting there i didn't like the acting i want something to happen oh i didn't like well no and there was no known actors yeah, I'm no. okay with that. In it, and they weren't that great, but I think everything else is cool. It's like me, the opposite of like Joseph hated uh, Come True. You didn't like Come True, right? No, I fucking hate that movie. Yeah, I, lo- I love that one, but I hated <laughs> Demonic. So, also, Jin. I fucking hated Jin. I love Jin. <laughs> um, Terrible movie. Um, so anyway, and then my number one, uh, Cold Creek Manor. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, that's the easy one. Who the... F- 
It's bad. It's. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. know you put those snakes in my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweaty, drunk Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Trying to fight uh, De- Deacon Frost. <laughs> <laughs> Running through to the door. And trapped. Lewis. <laughs> trapped. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, those are my bottom five of our reviews for the year. Oh. Uh, was that in uh, ranking? I yes. guess. Okay. Don't tell Solo was the worst. I didn't. Well, I guess these could be in ranking. I'm sorry, Cole Kirkman. I guess these could be in ranking. Um, <laughs> So my, I guess my number five is, uh, I think this is on, I think this was, you said this one, uh, first movie reviewed of the year, Passion of the Christ. Yes. Yeah. It's all of, all of us. <laughs> is on all of our lists. <laughs> terrible movie. Terrible. Terrible. Just terrible to watch. Is, it, is the point of it just to make you feel guilty? I think it's so. It's just a, I don't know. That's so. it. That's what, that's what Christian is. Christian, <laughs> Christianity is. Christianity is. It's just. No, that's Catholicism. Well, there's, there's the difference. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> one has priests, one doesn't. Um, and uh, yeah, so Passion of the Christ, just a retelling of this fucking story. Mm-hmm. And, this uh, fucking story. <laughs> it was just done tw- terribly. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> next one. Jesus wept when he saw that movie come out. <laughs> next one, uh, uh, much like the creator of uh, Dragon Ball for uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, <laughs> my number four uh, worst movie, uh, Ricky O. Oh, that almost what? made my that Sorry almost made my list. Really, just terrible, just a bad movie, <laughs> and like talking? it's not even fun to watch. You hear that, Brendan? <laughs> I don't. Okay, it was just like I don't know. It just wasn't even. It was so over the top. That was like the it was, but. They took they took it too far. Oh, okay. They took okay. it way too far. Okay, and it was almost like Sharknado status, like how yeah. like intentionally bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that Sharknado was made ten years ago or whatever, and mm-hmm. then this movie was made in the eighties or the nineties. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and maybe they were going for something, but I just imagined them on set, like, or writing the story, and then like coming up with the effects, like this will be good. Yeah. <laughs> This is gonna be good. Yeah. Either that, or they were trying to like, like capture the campiness of like other bad <clears throat> movies. Yeah, that I don't know. Were unintentional. How highbrow actually was it when it was made? Yeah. I uh, regardless, it was bad. Okay. Um. Yeah. So number three, caveman. Yeah. Garbage. I almost, yeah. I almost had that on mine as well, and I, I, I felt like it was, uh, it was almost supposed to be like a kids' movie, so I left it alone. Mm. The way I picked these. Movies was like how I felt. Yeah, watching that's fair. That's very fair. Like how I felt watching Don't Tell a Soul. I had a lot of fun watching that movie, even though it was bad. Yeah, yeah. And same with Cold Creek Manor. I wish I would have watched it with the two years. Like it was. Yeah, that would have. Like those movies are just fun to make fun of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these movies are just not. Like I don't want to make fun of them. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they don't deserve your attention. I'm I'm too just like. Like in awe of how bad it is. That's funny. <laughs> um, and that applies a, a lot to my next one, uh, number two, uh, Human Centipede. <laughs> okay. Like, regardless of the disgusting nature of of the movie, <laughs> minus that, it's just not a good movie. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I couldn't find any redeeming qualities about it. Like I couldn't in any technical aspect or creative aspect, storytelling aspect, I didn't really find it that interesting. Well, there's one positive thing: it's 100% medically accurate. 
So that's good. It's yeah. true. News. It's, a doc- it it's a documentary more. It's more yeah. of a learning tool. It's like a, it's like a reenactment. <laughs> um, so yeah, I didn't. That was a bad movie. I almost put Antichrist on the movie, but that has just a little bit more of an artistic integrity to it than Human Centipede. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't make the list, even though I hated it probably just as much. <laughs> it's like fuck you for watching this. Um, I think I think the director's. Von Trier was like being like he did it on purpose, obviously. Yeah. And like how I said in the episode I reviewed it, where it's like, yeah, you, you, you like Von Trier is holding your head towards the screen, just yeah, watch, like, watch this, you bitch, you fucking pervert, you love this shit. <laughs> 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 um, and then um, spoiler alert for our uh, Dragon Ball Evolution review, uh, Dragon Ball. No, I left it off because we haven't done it yet. Yeah, I left it would have been my number one. <laughs> number <Yeah>. one. <laughs> Dragon Ball evolution. Uh, oh yeah, for uh, new listeners and streamers, are uh, the second half of this episode, which will release later in the week or in about an hour from now, if you're watching yes. on the stream, it, we are going to review Dragon Ball Evolution. Yes, James Wong directed uh, Wong, and um, yeah, not James Wan, James <laughs> Wong. <laughs> James Wong. Can you imagine? Uh, Bruce says uh, in the chat, so we need to make a passion of the human centipede. That's what I'm hearing. That's passion, right. Passion That's right. The, That's absolutely correct. Passion of the human caveman. The, after they sew them together, the three of them, they're gonna make a, a giant triple cross. Okay, we're all no, going no, to no, hell no. Now. <laughs> no. What, what's gonna happen is they're gonna make a centipede with Jesus and all of the apostles. Oh my gosh, the eighteen, the final sequence. <laughs> yeah, the final <laughs> sequence. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that those are my worst five of the movies that we reviewed of the year. That was all of our top fives, best and worst. Oh man, what did we learn? Mm. Uh, don't let Tyler pick movies anymore. How, what, the, what are you talking about? <laughs> Let's see. Oh, it's Passion of the Christ, Tyler movie, Ricky O, uh, fan selection, Caveman fan selection, Human Centipede, uh, Tyler selection. Yeah. And your top five was you. And, and yeah, my one. worst one was the movie that I picked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My, so yeah, it's a, I don't have that much of a bad track record. Yeah. Let's see here. Let's see. Our best ones uh, on my list, Atonement was a fan selection, Anonymous. Life is beautiful as me. Dune was just field trip. No land field trip. Francis Ha Javier. Yeah. So two fan picks on my bests. Mm-hmm. So really, what it, this is telling me is that our fans have better taste and worse taste. And worse taste. That's and one. Yeah, that's probably my favorite part of the show is just getting <laughs> slapped in the face with a fan pick that we have no <laughs> know nothing about. Yeah. I see Milk Milk Myth in the chat. Milk uh, was on our show for our Man of Steel episode, and mm-hmm. also re- we reviewed Kablooey. Got missed off of our uh, our worst list or best list. Was that this, this year? year? No, sure. that was no, that was last. Year. Was it last year? Okay, that yeah, was last year. My bad. Went yeah. too far. So man. long ago. Yeah. Anyways, we were we were doing stream picks still. Oh yeah, we're stream doing. picks. We still got stream picks to do. Movies. Currently streaming live on the internet. Streaming in. I want my picks back. Stream. Streaming into it. All right, I don't know who has the fucking pick. Streaming. That story is streaming elsewhere. You found the pick. All right. Stream picks. <laughs> Tyler. All right, so, you know, I don't often have a uh, anti-streaming pick. Oh. Uh, but... You guys, uh, you were watching Christmas movies, so I was thinking, you know what, I'll get in, I'll get into the spirit of, you know, the holiday season. Sure. So I will <laughs> pick a holiday movie, and I wanted to pick one that was like a bad funny movie, mm-hmm. but it just ended up being bad. <laughs> just bad. 
This is uh, 2019's uh, Santa Girl. Santa, Santa Girl. Santa Girl. Yeah, streaming on Netflix. Oh. Uh, Add this to my list. Yeah. Is this a porn? Uh, no, it is not, <laughs> unfortunately. Okay. Um, so this movie is about Santa's daughter gets a chance to attend college for one semester in the real world before heading back to the North Pole to Santa fulfill her duties S- under her father. Now, Santa fucks. Santa has a daughter? Santa fucks. Literally yeah. fucks. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I, I, it's funny that you say that because I said that too when I was watching it. Either that or there's some sort of weird Christmas magic in play involving Santa sperm. eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he lays eggs. Yeah, he no. Lays when you eggs. when you watch eggs. When, when you watch this movie, you you'll see like him oh, and the Santa Easter smokes. Bunny. They both lay eggs. He they he they, uh, the gestation period for Easter Bunny <laughs> goes all the way up to. Uh, oh, the Easter Bunny lays the eggs for Santa. The birth of the baby Santa Santas. fertilizes. Yeah, that's oh, well. It's like a fish, and it's and it's <laughs> and it's, unfo- it's it's unfortunate too because all the males grow up to be Santa, but that only happens once every hundred years. Yeah, so the Easter Bunny lays a bunch of eggs. And then uh, Santa splooges all over yeah. with his... Fertilizes uh, them. With his eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> they call he, it eggnog for he, a reason. He nogs them. And um, <laughs> and then leading up to Christmas is uh, the gestation period. Oh, <laughs> my God. And all the female eggs turn into Mrs. Clauses. There's, he's got a whole bevy of them. So they're technically, it's incest. Uh, it's almost like a prequel to like Rare Exports. Yeah. <laughs> really Great pick. Um, so, yeah, this is streaming on Netflix. Uh, this movie really sucks, um, <laughs> but it's really fun to like do like this a is com- your Rodeo and Juliet. Yeah, I, I guess so. Um, <laughs> but this is um, it's a fun movie to like make fun of like while you're watching it. But it's not like a movie like you would go and watch again because it's so bad. It's you got to have a drink beforehand yeah, yeah beforehand and during yeah i would say so that that's that's accurate um so that's streaming on netflix anti-streaming pick do not watch that it but it's on netflix it's on netflix <laughs> if you want to watch it <laughs> but i do have a streaming pick that i thoroughly enjoyed okay. um, this is another christmas movie called jack frost Wait, wait, the horror movie. Oh, the yeah, horror. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. better goddamn not say yeah. Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton with that no, stone, not the Mike. with that pork pie hat on. No, it's the horror movie Jack Frost, and this movie is so freaking good. Like, it's so funny, and it really leans into like the campiness of it all. And it's it's so it's just so it's so dumb. Like, it, it's so dumb and funny. It kind of reminds me of like Return of the Living Dead in some aspects. Uh, hmm. because it's not, it, it, it really just d- isn't trying to take itself seriously. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really appreciated that. And if you recall, I don't know if you guys recall this, but um, when I was going to like Hollywood video, Jack Frost, they had a, uh, I think it was the VHS and Bruce could back me up on this too. Um, There's a VHS case, but it was like a holographic VHS case where like it would have like the normal (laughs) snowman and then like you turn it and it had like the scary snowman with like the sharp teeth and stuff like that. Are you just assuming that Bruce can back you up on this? Well, I'm assuming because we have very similar tastes and gotcha uh, movies. But um, so essentially uh, the movie is about a serial killer who is on his way to get executed and the they're driving through a blizzard to the execution place, I guess. I guess I don't know why they're delivering him, but um, uh, the, 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 the um, uh, van, cr- uh, whatever is carrying him crashes 
and then he uh, gets uh, doused in some sort of chemical, and he like sort of dies. And you're born as a snowman. Then, <laughs> yeah, and then his well, then his his like it's not far off from the Michael Keaton run well, plot wise. Well, isn't his soul yeah. going to the snowman? Yeah. Okay. Well, he, he actually dies in the movie too. Yeah, the kid becomes an orphan. Yeah. Well, he, no, he has his mom. Yeah, whatever. Okay, so <laughs> and the guy's name is actually Half Jack Orphan. His oh. name is actually Jack Frost. This chemical basically he like fuses like with his spirit, I guess, like fuses with snow or something, and he can turn into a snowman and melt on command. <laughs> like it's it's ridiculous, but it's a really fun movie, and I was really really happy that I watched it. So that's Jack Frost. That's streaming on Amazon Prime. Okay. Cool. What's the cutoff age for an orphan? Like if if my, both my parents died now, would I be an orphan? Yes. <laughs> when you yeah, when your parents both die of old age, you'll be an orphan. <laughs> so I mean, it's Is yeah, that right? it's usually what not, am I gonna do? Well, here's the thing: it's gonna take me in. Here's the thing: when your <laughs> your wife is gonna take me in, um, the tailor. Oh, I guess no, and no, that was a bad joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just got that. The, <laughs> no, uh, when you're a kid, you don't know. There's nothing else about you interesting, so they just refer to the one like inciting incident in your life. You're like. If a kid has one leg, you're like, oh, there's the kid with the one leg. But if when you're 40 years old, if you have one leg, that's probably not the most interesting thing about you. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, he's a chemist or something. Here he's a, <laughs> he just, oh, also he has a one leg. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, your, your best friend is the only person you know when you're five. <laughs> that's not your parents. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Bruce confirms holographic VHS case. Ah, I knew it. And he says that it's confirmed, also confirmed, I'm old. um okay so my streaming picks i have um one that you have to pay for but i encourage other people to do it anyways and Uh i won't spend a lot of time on it uh this is amadeus ah yes 1984 i watched this movie like two times three times in high school motherfucker it's so good yeah it's really good so fun and i did i was blown away with how like how ridiculous the character of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart is. It's a biopic about his rise to power told through the perspective of his rival rival slash contemporary Solieri. Hmm. And both of the actors, I don't really know a whole lot of other things they've done, but the uh, Solieri, Solieri, he in Last Action Hero, uh, he plays like a cop or does a crooked cop and the kid is like, don't trust him. He killed Mozart. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I remember that line. I had no idea where it was from. Yeah. Fuck, that's good. So anyways, it's 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 up there with Barry Lyndon for me as like this amazing period piece that's just, it's set so beautifully. But yeah, unlike Barry Lyndon, it has beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. The opera scenes are yeah. insane. It's like they put on like six or seven operas throughout the course of the movie and that's just part of the plot. Mm-hmm. And they're actually performing them. It's, wow, it's fucking amazing. And yeah. the teacher, Mr. Rooney from, or the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off plays like the <laughs> ambassador or like the emperor of uh, hung, hung, or what is it? Austria that yeah, he's, yeah. he's working for essentially. Hmm. Oh, it's so funny. Um, so yeah, so that's, you do have to pay for that and it's like four bucks or something rental. So, I mean, it's, but it's absolutely worth it. But yeah, settle in. I watched the director's cut. It was like two hours, 54 minutes. Really good. Oh, shit. Wish it was longer. Milos Foreman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest was his top uh, credit. The second one was Amadeus, and I was like, I have to watch it now. And Man on the Moon. And then I think it was Man on the Moon then. 
Uh, my next streaming pick is a um, one that surprised me. I didn't think expect very much of it. It was uh, from 2021 on Hulu called Ride the Eagle. This is the Jake Johnson um, written and I think directed movie mm-hmm. um, from New Girl. He's mm. the, the main guy with the scruffy face from New Girl. With yeah. Like a higher pitched raspy voice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah kind of like a Charlie Day, but more handsome. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's got that energy about him. And uh, he also did Let's Be Cops with Marlon Wayans Jr. Oh, yeah. Damon, right. Damon, Damon Wayans Jr. Yeah. So this is about. Um, he's kind of a bum. He plays in some bongo band. He plays bongos in some b- shitty band. And uh, his mom dies, and and she's kind of a, a super crunchy, earthy, hippy-dippy type of person, and they didn't really know each other that well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets a message from one of her like hippie friends that she died, and she's going to leave him the cabin the, back up in the mountains, mm. but only if he does like this whole list of bullshit. It has like a scavenger hunt, essentially. It's like, like 10 tasks to do and they're like thing and he doesn't know what they are but he's like okay i'll just go up there and see what it is and he goes up into this cabin and it's things it's things like call the one that got away mm-hmm. and apologize what? um catch something with your bare hands and eat it you know like a, <laughs> like a fish or something like that oh. and and it's just basically it's like his mother's tr- attempt to try to like reconnect with her son and instill some sort of values that she wasn't able to do when she was alive Mm. to him now that she's dead and she had she died of cancer so she knew it saw it coming and she made this video and the mom is susan sarandon who i love um so is this like this sounds like a comedy it is a comedy okay it is a comedy it's fun and it's funny and jk simmons plays a jilted lover of his wife or his mom that thinks that he's the young buck that's coming to fuck her (laughs) and and it's the whole time he's like who the fuck are you you're just some fuck boy you're this flavor of the week yeah, you're going to be long gone and I'm going to be left taking care or wiping away your tears, you son of a bitch, on the phone. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, who is this? <laughs> Not knowing that this is her son. Oh, man, so that sounds funny. It was kind of like a three-star movie for me for, mo- for a lot of it, like three, three and a half. It was good and fun and uh, good enough, but kind of yeah. paint, paint by numbers, but the ending really nailed it super well and uh, had me in tears. So uh, I lo- that was really good. That's on Hulu. It's called Ride the Eagle. All right. Um, and then... One last one, which was, I, I liked, again, a lot more than I expected. Uh, not a new release. It's from 2006. is The Devil Wears Prada, streaming on Stars, And mm-hmm. I watched it on DVD because Brianna has it. Um, but it's Anne Hathaway and Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Yeah. Anne Hathaway plays a... Stanley Tucci in it. Yes, he is. Okay. And he's fucking fantastic. Also, Emily Blunt, one of the first movies she was in. Oh, yes. She plays like the assistant or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's the main assistant to... Meryl Streep, who is like this fashion icon, she runs the most famous fashion uh, newspaper or magazine or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. and all fashion is based off of her opinion. Her opinion is exactly. Yeah. Tyler, you seen this one? Uh, I only seen it once, but it was a long time ago. Yeah, uh, it was. I mean, it was cheesy, and it was definitely like a two thousand six. Yeah, two thousand six. Yeah, definitely two thousand six. Yeah. And the soundtrack <laughs> feels like a two thousand six soundtrack. That was the one thing that was like pretty bad about it was the soundtrack. Like there's scenes that you're like, this music does not fit at all. <laughs> and I think what? Anne Hathaway was coming off of the high of uh, Princess that... Diaries. Yes. No, no. What Princess? Di- is that what it's I called? I think it is Princess Diaries. Yeah. Oh so. yeah, Princess Diaries. But uh, so anyways, I I really enjoyed it quite a bit. It shows it's kind of a good commentary on, um, you know, the the work and personal life um, relationship and that we all go through. Everybody goes through. You have a decision Mm -hmm. to make about how much time you dedicate to your personal life, Mm -hmm. how much dedicate to your work life. 
And what is, is, is it realistic for your friends to understand that or not understand that or kick, kick your friendship out, kick you out of the friendship or the relationship or whatever, because of your decisions. So, I mean, it was really interesting and it doesn't give you, what I liked about it is it doesn't give you a clear cut answer. And you keep thinking the whole time that Meryl Streep is the bad guy because she's this old bitch that's bossing everybody around. <laughs> yeah. And but it sharpens much like Whiplash, it sharpens Anne Hathaway into a much more useful tool. Yeah. And you keep thinking she's got to have a redeeming quality about it. it's. She's got to show she's going to be nice to her next scene, <laughs> and then it just Never shits is. on her one more time again and worse this time. Oh, yeah. it's, it's so good. So it's only streaming on Stars anywhere. But it, it, that would be one if you're on Amazon Prime. It's like a $4 rental. It's worth the watch. Awesome. All right. Um, I got a few things here. Um, so the beginning of the week, I watched a movie that I've been wanting to watch since it came out in 2015. Um, and this is a, uh, a retelling of Macbeth called Macbeth, starring Michael <laughs> Fassbender and Marion Cotillard. <laughs> what year is this? 2015. Oh, okay. And... Um, Retelling of Macbeth. Yeah. Titled Macbeth. Yeah. So it's Macbeth. It's a Scottish play. Shakespeare. It's a Shakespeare play. One of his most famous and most violent plays. Um, and it tells the story of Macbeth in Scotland and Michael Fassbender playing the titular Macbeth, mm-hmm. Marion Cotillard playing Lady Macbeth, um, and uh, a surprise appearance before uh, pre Midsummer from uh, Dallas Oro Chris Pratt. Um, oh really? Thank yes. you. <laughs> playing um, an average white guy, playing the son of uh, Duncan, the king that Macbeth kills, oh. and that like, basically is the story of Macbeth. Like, okay. Macbeth kills the king. Hey, spoilers! To... I've never heard of this movie. <laughs> That's <before>. okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so Macbeth kills the king to become the be, to become the king, mm-hmm. so that his uh, the son doesn't take over. Um, and basically, it's a version of, of Macbeth where it's like Michael Fassbender's portrayal is like he suffers from PTSD of like all the war that mm. he's fought. Mm. And uh, is it still set in uh, Shakespearean time? Or yeah, this is medieval, is medieval okay. Scotland. Um, and this is a cinematographer's movie because mm. the shots in this movie are uh, amazing. Um, like the lighting, and they have there's some like really great like von Trier esque like slow mo shots, mm-hmm. like especially like during a battle, um, it like cuts from like super slow mo side angle of like the both sides running at each other with oh, the wow. swords. Um, really great. Uh, this was streaming on HBO, uh, HBO Max. Um, it nice. is it is a kind of a chore to watch because the link they don't forgive the language. Uh-huh like the Shakespearean language. And, um, it's very like, what, what are you saying? I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. Like, um, so that, and in that aspect, it's a little bit hard to watch because like the language that they use, like kind of yeah. like the witch, like it's very like old, oh, yeah. ye old. Yeah. Um, and, um, it's, um, it's like that subtitles. Yeah. Those, those, <laughs> those definitely can be a, a chore and even with subtitles. Yeah. So it's a little less than two hours. Um, but I would recommend it. It's a very visually pleasing movie. It looks great. And like the act, like obviously Fassbender and Marion Cotillard, two like top tier actors, mm. um, do a dynamite job on this. Um, and, uh, anybody, anybody else of note in it besides the uh, dollar store, Chris Pratt? Um, we have, uh, 
so Sean Harris, he played the king in uh, The Green Knight. Okay, yeah. Um, he always plays in a... He, he, he plays Macduff and um, David Thewlis from uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, I like him. Um, let's see who else we got here. Uh, one of the... One of the Andes from Hot Fuzz. <laughs> uh, the one who goes, uh, uh, I know. Oh. When he's told he has a the mustache. Guy with the mustache. Yeah. And then Jack Rayner from Midsummer. Uh, oh, that's his name, Jack Rayner. Jack Rayner, yeah. And um, yeah, that's pretty much the main people that you see. Cool. There's a really pretty great like end battle scene. Um, you want to scratch that itch for the medieval stuff? Yeah. And the Shakespearean uh, stuff. <clears throat> stuff. Sweet. Yeah. It may not please the people who are fans of the play. I was reading some reviews and like they're like, "It's a, this is a, the worst adaptation of Macbeth I've ever seen." The play is so much better, and um, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is the movie. This is this is this is the medium for me. I don't care. So this is what I like. Awesome, you know. Uh, so that was top of the week. The uh, next one, I think Tyler Stream picked this one last year mm. during this time. Uh, the Santa Claus. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the unintentional Claw. horror movie, the Tim Allen uh, movie, yeah. where it was like, uh, yeah, it's pretty much like a, like an infection, like a, like yeah. a virus being Santa Claus, Armand Asante, and um, it was a like that movie Clown, yeah, where he becomes a yes, clown. That it's, it's it's like a PG version of that, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it gets kind of like. Yeah, it gets kind of scary, like when he like is like trying to shave his face. He starts getting all the weight, and, yeah. Like he like is doing everything he can to like yeah have his own appearance, but it's just the Santa Claus appearance. Yeah. Very body horror, um, but like in the like the lightest form, yeah, the, the most non graphic form ever. It's Santa, yeah. It's just it's Santa, you know. Um, but it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a '90s like a pinnacle '90s Christmas movie mm-hmm. with Tim Allen and. Um, Dad burnt the turkey. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> Tim Allen's so he's good. He's such a good like com, like physical comedian. Yeah, and yeah. he's like he's like the funny uncle or funny dad that you never had. The funny Republican uncle. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Republican. Yeah, Republican. <laughs> We're gonna work on that. We'll workshop that. Um, <laughs> and um, part of it was like, part of me when I was watching it. Kind of like how, like, Tyler brought up the whole, like, virus thing, how Santa Claus is a virus. Yeah. Uh, part of me was like, what if, like, my take was that, what if it, what if it's like, because nobody believes that he's Santa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I, he's like, I am Santa. Like, he's becoming Santa. Yeah. Right. My take was that, like, it's almost like, like, he, he's not Santa, but he truly, like, he, he's the one that fell off the roof and hit his head and now he oh. believes that he's Santa. Oh, so he's like in his and from and we're in from his point of view. So like yeah. to us, like he's gained all this weight just magically. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But like he's just been fucking eating so much <laughs> and like growing his hair out and stuff and dying he's it. He's delusional. And like then. in the dying scene he dies it white <laughs> instead of like he dies it dark and it goes back to white. I'm in big trouble. And like everybody mm-hmm. else is like trying to help him. And he's like He's like, no, I'm Santa, and like all the the factory of the elves is just like his imagination. No, that's no, that's that's him at the uh, at the mental ward. <laughs> they put him in for a weekend just to see if he's gonna. And it's almost like it's like sh- it's like Shutter Island. Yeah, <laughs> and and the kid like they 
the mom tells the kid, like, just play along. We need this is like the, this is our last chance where we have to lobotomize him. <laughs> Neil's the one. Neil's the guy who's gonna do the lobotomy. Yeah. Oh my god, I love, I love that. Oh man, that's so. That good. was that was my that was oh, my man. theory. Good interpretation. Um, you know, <laughs> movies interpret yourself. <laughs> and then my last dream pick, another Christmas movie, the probably one of the best, if not the best, version of. Uh, Christmas movie is the Muppet Christmas Carol. Hell yeah. A perfect film um, starring the Muppets and Michael Caine as <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge and um, Gonzo as Charles Dickens and uh, Rizzo the Rat as Rizzo the Rat. It is a just fantastical so sweet. version of this movie and it's so funny. Yeah. Um, and my take on this um, is that. Uh, Every news of Scrooge. It's, this could be just a take on the Christmas Carol story in general, because uh-huh. there's so many different versions of it. Is that uh, Scrooge becomes socialist at the end of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> because in this movie, there's a line where Michael Caine says, "Share the wealth, share the wealth," and that's basically the premise of socialism. <laughs> Hell yeah! And I was like, "Good on Jim Henson." Actually, Brian Henson. He directed this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it, Christmas. It's a Christmas Carol Muppet version. Can't go wrong. It's just so, the music is so good. Is there any other human actors in it that we would know? Because usually they, they have like an all-star cast. Uh, No, just Michael Caine. And then there's like a younger version of him. And then there's like his, his he has a son and then his son's wife. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they are. Um, Yeah, it's mainly just the Muppets. <laughs> the Muppets is the all Muppet. you need. It's all you need. All, all you right. Need. A, a damn near, if not perfect movie all right yes we good to wrap up we think so are okay so for the people streaming we're gonna take a 10 minute break here so we can grab some water hit the bathroom and we'll be back for the second half where we're gonna review the worst movie in joseph's opinion that we've reviewed all year dragon ball evolution oh which is his choice to end the year yes and for (laughs) those for those listening at home through the podcast thank you for listening We'll catch you later on in the week on Wednesday when we review Dragon Ball Evolution. Yes. So if you want your movie chosen on the Wheel of Destiny, send us an email, mcfcpodcast at gmail.com, and follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash mcfcpodcast. And follow us on Twitter at podcastmcfc. Please follow us on Instagram at middleclassfilmclass, and leave us a voicemail, why don't you, at 209-730-6010. So Merry Christmas to all and all a good night for till 10 minutes from now. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> See ya. So yeah, this is streaming on Netflix. Uh, this movie really sucks. <laughs>